there, and welcome back to another Travel Answer Key. On today's episode, I want to talk about one big subject when traveling. That's food. Where do you eat? How do you find what you're going to like to eat? How do you figure out the menu when it's not in English or your native language? Where do you find the most authentic, good restaurants? How do you make sure you're not going to get sick from eating something in another country? And lastly, where it can start to get uncomfortable, and if you're unsure about it, is tipping and gratuity. Do you leave it? Don't you? Stay tuned for this episode for the next few minutes to learn a little bit about each of these subjects and where you might be able to get a little bit more comfortable with food while you're traveling. I grew up as a picky eater. I still can be a picky eater. Finding food that I like is so important to me while I'm traveling, and I'm sure it is to you also. Some people struggle with this, and others are willing to try just about anything when they're traveling. My biggest tip is to encourage you to eat authentic food to the place that you are in. If you're in Turkey, for example, maybe swap beef for lamb. Turkey is known for lamb and is going to give you something better to eat than if you were to order beef that you're typically used to. In other countries, just figure out what is authentic to them, what they're good at cooking, and go ahead and just try it. Another tip I would give for finding food that you like is to do your research beforehand. Learn about things that might not be for you. Uh, Learn a few words that are in the native language of the country that you're going to. For example, if you know that you're a vegetarian and you're trying to communicate that while you're traveling, maybe it's a good idea to learn the word for vegetarian in the country that you're going to. If you like chicken, for example, and that's something that you're going to seek out while you're traveling, learn the word for chicken in another language and in the place that you're going to. It will help you be able to identify things on a menu when it's maybe not in your language and pick a dish that you know that you're going to like. Instead of ordering snails when you didn't know that the word was this, you know the word for chicken and you can kind of do a word search through the menu to go ahead and find that chicken dish that's on the menu. I always preach just doing your research beforehand as well. As I mentioned, it's just good to know what foods you can and can't eat, what foods a country is known for, what they're good at cooking, what their staple might be. For example, when you travel to Costa Rica, it's good to know that In certain places, it's okay to drink the water, to be able to have a salad, where in Mexico, for example, or some other third world countries, it might be a better option to avoid certain foods like lettuce and vegetables without a peel, things that can't be cleaned or is cleaned in water that may be dirty. You want to try your best to avoid getting sick and getting food poisoning. And in order to do that, you need to know the things that you should potentially avoid while you're traveling. Don't be scared, but be adventurous, but just know your stuff. Know what it is that may cause food poisoning in certain places. Can you drink the water? Should you be ordering bottled water or not? Those types of things are just good to know beforehand. Another thing that can be tough is actually finding a restaurant that isn't touristy, that's going to give you good, authentic food, something that's going to be delicious for you. Again, knowing the foods that are popular or good or that a country is known for ahead of time can be really helpful with this. If you're in France, you might not want to go to the local Chinese restaurant. 
you might want to check out something a little bit more authentic to the place that you are in. My tip is just to go ahead and search Google, but Google's more than likely going to give you the topped ping hits for tourists. Don't worry too much about that at the beginning. If you need to find a place to eat, Google's a good place to just find a place. Get yourself started, get yourself out there, and start checking things out. Once you get your footing, ask around. Go to the local grocery store, cafe, those types of places that you can ask someone where they go out to eat. Ask a local where they get dinner or take their friends. You can always ask your host at your hotel or at your hostel or wherever you're staying. A lot of the times at Airbnbs lately as well, they've been including tips on places to check out and where to eat. Start there. Go for it. Just try it. And if you're looking for a cheaper meal and something that's just easy, I personally love going to a grocery store in a different country. It's really great to be able to learn what's in their grocery store, the different things that they offer. I personally find it fun to buy a candy bar that I wouldn't see in the United States, buy a bag of chips that's in a different flavor than I would see in my hometown. So go ahead and just wander that grocery store or small market and check out these things. It's not only a cheaper option, it's also fun. You can get really good sandwiches from market sometimes or even just do a meal of like rice, fruit, or vegetables. This tip I learned from my mom. It's something that is really easy in case you are a picky eater or are concerned about the food in the place that you're going to. Pack small personal size peanut butter in your carry-on or in your suitcase. This will always allow you to be able to make a peanut butter sandwich or have peanut butter and crackers or at least have something to eat with you. Another good one to pack that's easy to bring with you on planes and holds well is granola bars. These types of things are just good to have on hand in case there's some place where you're unable to get a meal or you just didn't like the meal that you got adventurous about and tried but just didn't happen to like. You can save face by trying it and then have something else to eat later. All around, I just wouldn't be afraid to ask the locals. Just ask what their favorite things are to eat, where they like to go out to eat, what they would order off the menu. Ask your server or the bartender too if they've had something from the menu that is their favorite. These types of things might help point you in a direction of what to try, what's good, what's authentic, what is going to give you the best experience when you're eating food while you're traveling. And lastly, I want to make sure I address tipping and gratuity. It's different all over the world. Mainly in a lot of countries in Europe, gratuity is not something that is expected. So again, with this, just go ahead and look it up beforehand. Do your research. Just know a little bit about where you're going out to eat and what the customs or the culture is in the places that you're going. Doing your research and knowing if gratuity is an expectation can help you from feeling awkward in a place where it may be and you had not known or by over-tipping or paying too much in a place where it isn't expected. This is a great tip and great place to say don't be afraid to ask. Maybe not ask your server or bartender directly, 
but ask your host at the hostel or your hotel or even your Airbnb host what is customary to the culture of their communities. When I was in Costa Rica, this was something that I asked of all of my hotels if tipping was something that was custom within Costa Rica. And to my surprise, it is. It's not like in America where it's 20% is standard, but tipping was something that was highly appreciated and customary, especially in customer service. So this is something that don't be afraid to ask. Ask the right person and you might learn something new that is different than what Google or your prior research may have told you. And I want to end on just saying that being brave and asking and trying new things that are recommended to you is just a great way to experience local culture. And if you want to just start out small, get into a grocery store and try something new that's a little bit easier to understand or makes you feel a little bit more comfortable. I've eaten some pretty crazy things while I've traveled. For example, in South Africa, I had a lot of different game on the safari reservation that we were on. I would have never tried that otherwise, but it was a great experience. I also tried mussels when I was in Copenhagen, which typically is not something that I would ever eat. So just go ahead and go for it. And if you're feeling overwhelmed by a menu that might be in a different language or figuring out what to eat and what you're going to like, don't be afraid to order something, try it, and then order something else. Or order something, try it, and then head down to a cafe or a grocery store to get you something else to eat later on. There's always options and you'll never go hungry. Just go for it. I hope these tips were helpful for you in any of your solo travel journeys. And if you would like to join a group to travel this year, I'm hosting a group trip exclusively for women to Costa Rica this October. Tune in next week for another frequently asked question on the travel answer key. (laughs) 